Welcome to Sasquatch Pod. Welcome to Sasquatch Podcast into the farmland of reviews. I'm Jester, your cowboy, and my buckaroo, Big Chungus. On this episode, we are reviewing Home on the Range, a 2004 American animated western comedy, and was the 45th Disney animated feature. It was the last 2D animated Disney film released until The Princess and the Bride. So that's five-year difference. Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Named after the... uh, Home on the Range was named after the song Home on the Range. Some of the famous names in this movie was Roseanne Barr, Judy Dench, Jennifer Tilly, Cuba Gooding Jr., Randy Quaid, Steve Buscemi. And this movie runtime was only 46 minutes. I love short movies. 46 minutes? Wait, 46? Uh, or 46? No, 70, sorry, 76 minutes. Um, 46 minutes? The, yeah. The budget was $110 million, and it only made $145.5 million released it was released on april 2nd 2004 and i got mixed reviews uh, one of the posters posters is bust a moo on april 2nd home on the range this is on disney plus it's a disney movie um so uh it seemed like you knew most the movie than i did i probably only watched it once and forgot half of it i I mean saying that i knew the most about it is kind of a overstatement i just had watched it a lot growing up um with my cousins when i used to stay with them they are like huge disney fans so they have like all the disney like they literally are the physical disney plus people (laughs) they've got everything but one of the more classic movies when um i would hang out there and essentially babysit uh was home on the range my youngest cousin just loved watching it because he liked the cows he likes cows now, now, um, this movie was great. Yeah, um, no, it, I love this movie. It had everything, um, but of course, a Disney princess. It's so stupid that. And my okay, when I say that squatchers, I mean that's stupid. That as you said, Jester, before we started recording, apparently that's one of the reasons that it didn't do so well was because it didn't have a Disney princess. Well, if you think about it, almost every single Disney movie that was two D at least had some kind of princess in it, uh, like a princess and the frog, um, Cinderella, uh, Snow White. Um, Bambi's a classic and there's no potency princess. Aladdin. Um, yeah, Bambi. Um, Bambi's a dude. But uh, what I'm saying is... I feel like I just blew your mind with that information. <laughs> but but what I'm trying to say for- is... He's key- or he's prince of the forest. Uh, also, like, there's, like, I don't know. It, it, it was, I liked it. It was good. It was fun. It was much better than The Wild that we got on our previous episode. Yeah. Previous. So, so, I think what I like about this, and it's kind of true to what I miss in a lot of today's animation, is it's got some good slapstick in it. I'm a sucker for, like, the old Looney Tunes shows and everything, yeah. which if you guys have seen recently, they rebooted Looney Tunes on HBO. And I, I saw one of the episodes. Gotta say, gotta say, I'm a huge fan of it. It looked really... It, it was done really well. And uh, tasteful to how they used to be. But I think what I enjoyed about this movie in particular is the way that the animators really 
embrace that it's an anim that it was fully drawn. Yeah, I love 2D. I love the cartoons. I love Princess and the Frog, one of my favorite Disney princess movies. Uh, just because of the music, the the characters, uh, the story, it all comes together and it's great. Fun fact: Disneyland is Disneyland Disney um, World are both removing. Um, Splash Mountain and taking it out and putting in Princess and the Frog. And I think that's great. I yeah. love I, I love Splash Mountain. I love the music and all that stuff. People are saying Splash Mountain is being removed because it was Song of the South. It was racist. But it's not because that. Disney is always changing everything. Yeah, that's what always you told me is that they're putting always... Putting brand new things in and just trying to make things pop more. Like... Um, Oh, or at least more relevant. Yeah, more relevant. It's it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean. They put Jack Sparrow and they put things in Pirates of the Caribbean that was in the movie, so you need more references. Um, Beauty and the Beast has a new area. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is part of um, the roller coaster. Uh... I haven't been to the last time I was in Disneyland. Uh, it was still Thunder Mountain Railroad, and now it's uh, I think it's Woody's Railroad or something. Uh, Railway. I think it's the Snow Wife's uh, Seven Dwarfs Rail uh, Railroad at uh, Disney World. I mean, there's always putting. They're right, always different. They're thing. always trying to change it up, and that's what Disney is. They don't want to keep the same old thing. Um, but uh, anyways, back to this. Um, Home on the Range. Its song is in the movie. Um. <laughs> The characters in it are hilarious, um, easy to uh, follow. It's a great kids movie because um, it's it's funny. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually got like moments in it that are genuinely funny that I actually laugh pretty hard at to this yeah, day. Yeah, he's t- uh, I laugh too. Uh, some of the Randy Quaid uh, funny. Um, Judy Dents. Uh, only I can see Judy Dents as um, M in uh, Bond, but seeing her as a, a cow um, was funny. Um, and then Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr's. Well, <laughs> she. That's Roseanne Barr. In the in the opening, you see uh, rude. Uh, what was it? The rude. It was like rude references. It was rude comedy. Oh, yeah. when it, so when you on Disney Plus, when you select anything, it might tell you what the rate, why the rating is that way, and it said rude humor. Yeah, which you know, Roseanne Barr is rude humor. Uh, She's good at rude humor though. Yeah, it was just it was it was a great movie. I said this many times. I I give it a eight out of ten. Eight out of ten cowbells. Cowbells. Yep. Really? Yeah. I would give. I'd give it higher. I'd say like easily nine and a half. And I know like I'm really generous with things, but the reason I say that is because the movie holds up really well. Oh, yeah. it's it's entertaining to watch. It's not boring. It has a really good story. It's silly. It's easy to pick up. Yeah. Um, and then. It's hand-drawn. I feel like that's a, a big factor in what actually makes me want to watch a Disney movie, is whether it's hand-drawn or CG. Yeah, I, I would really... The Wild is a perfect example of that. Like, it, it, just because it's CG does not mean that it was better. Yeah. Or inherently I, better. I, I miss Disney uh, doing a 2D 
a hand-drawn animation. It shows the qualities better. It shows they actually put work into it. I know doing animation, 3D animation, is a lot of work. But, you know, drawing scene by scene by scene by scene seems a little bit more work than, you know, having an, a computer do some of the animation for you. I mean, you could say also on the flip side, though, that doing, anim like, animating each individual fiber of hair or whatever takes more time. I, I don't know. I just think that the art of hand-drawn just feels more... Like, there's more soul to it. Yeah, it's more wholesome. Mm. This movie was wholesome. Um, so, the the plot of this movie um, is... Bad guy is um, Alameda Slim. He, Alameda Slim! He uh, basically Slim. Slim. Uh, wants to take, take uh, ownership of all the ranches because he was outed as a rancher. And um, he has a special ability to. Uh, no, it wasn't that he was a, he was a rancher. It was that he was a ranch hand that just was taken for granted. Yeah. And then he was just like, "Bruh, I ain't taking that no more." And then, as you were saying, his uh, special talent was yodeling. Yeah, and apparently it hypnotizes uh, cattle. Um, but then there's uh, you know they're trying to these three cows are trying to say save the farm they live on which was uh little patch of heaven little patch of heaven and uh so the only way they can do that is get 750 dollars um that's to buy the farm that's right that <laughs> i forgot about that that basically the cover the, the cost of bringing alameda slim in is the cost that it would keep or the cost it would be to keep the farm open. I forgot about that. That's just to keep the farm from like going under because I'd have to guess that this was set around the time of like the m really late 1800s. Yeah. Like right before the turn of the century because everything's still kind of old Western. Yeah, they have the. Like, so, so obviously, the land and all that is still. Or if the land that they're talking about is um, taxed pretty hard because it's all brand new. Yeah. And it's owned by everybody, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I forgot about that. And then towards the end, uh, they... Oh, no, it was in the beginning. Maggie, which is Roseanne Barr, right? Yeah. She suggests that they show the animals at, like, the the fair yeah, yeah yeah to make extra money and then in the end it they, that's what they end up doing and they make a shit ton of money apparently because yeah. all the animals are like first place uh quality because they're all happy at little patch of heaven um but yeah i, I totally forgot that the actual bounty is just covering to keep the farm open yeah it's not actually like a significant like amount of money that's getting put to everything. I don't know, but weird tangent. In the previous episode we did was the wild. We talked about how um, they should have had bigger uh, stars in the thing, and you know you said uh, um, there was only there was only a couple in the wild, which, which yeah, like. The, the way that the budget was handled in terms of uh, voice actors was a little lackluster. But in, you know, 
in Home on the Range, you would have Judy Dent, we have Roseanne Barr, Hugh Gooding Jr., Steve Buscemi, um, and this was 2004. This was before um, that train wreck. The train wreck of um, the Wild, and even in Chicken Little had good uh, people in it, but the Wild just—it's like they. They I, I don't remember that being a low point in Disney. I, I, I again though I can't like think of what was going on at that time in my life. In two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand six. Between two thousand four and two thousand six, I don't really remember a lot. I was working for Disney, <laughs> and I didn't even know about the Wild. That's how. That's how. Throwback to our older episode. That's just how much they really they tried to re, like they just tried to kick dirt over it and just be like, but no, no, like no. once again, Forget if if, if the wild had bigger names, I think it would have went over much better. Not only bigger names, I think. So the the other thing that I really like about Home on the Range is that the story of Home on the Range just uh, along with mo- most what I would call. Uh, traditional hand-drawn disney movies has a completely flushed out uh story oh there's not like i i really feel like when they did the wild they were kind of at the at toward the end of the movie they kind of didn't know what they were trying to do like how they wanted to end it while as with home on the range i feel like in pre-production with all of the um the little animation stations like showing like how the story flows they had everything nailed down and they were like this we just need to animate at this point like it felt more flushed out like i didn't i don't know i didn't have a lot of questions afterward and then that's that's how a lot of okay i take that back atlantis is the only one i can think of right off the top of my head that is like what now they did have atlantis too yeah well you really want to call that a spiritual successor to Atlantis? Because Atlantis was a fun movie. Oh yeah, no, I think the I think if I think if Disney did a live action Atlantis movie, that'd be cool. It would be fucking cool. It'd be one of like the they'd better have, ones. They'd have to do it, but here's the thing: they'd have to make it long. Because yeah. Atlantis was kind of a short movie. I think it's only like a hundred and ten minutes long. I mean, that's a short-ish movie for. Yeah, but still, it, it was a good movie and if it was it was live action it would be a greater movie anyway but so what i'm getting at is that when we watched the cg the wild and chicken little like yeah they flowed but i felt like they were kind of lacking in their story i felt like they were kind of going around in a kind of a circle around their their plot like what they really wanted to focus on while i was with home on the range again maybe it's just the way that hand-drawn animation is it felt completely flushed out and they, that they were going to leave the audience going yeah that makes that, yeah i'm good with that well here's the thing about that i believe that with 2d animation they make a storyboard and it's all laid out and i think animation they have so many people working on it there's not a really big storyboard that's like here's the storyboard this is what we're doing animation is like all right you're going to work on this 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 and and just work at it in your own little individual things and and with the 2d it's like hey i'm an animator and hey look at this part of the storyboard it goes right here and animation is like hey 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 bob are you done with that uh that uh scene 
Nope, still working. Hey, Joe, you done? Oh, I'm done with my area. All right, we're just going to skip Bob and go to his. You know, I don't know how enemies works, but I feel like they just, like, skipped around and then be like, oh, this kind of fits here, so let's fit it in here. Right. So, um, even though this this movie came out about five years later, Wally was a really good indicator for me of how the the process goes uh, in terms of like when they're showing CG. Wally is a gorgeous movie, even by today's standards. It's I mean, gorgeous. I, I love Wally. It was a great Pixar movie. It's my number two favorite Pixar I movie. I think of it's all time. my sister Michelle's like number one. She loves Wally. But anyway, so the way that Pix at least Pixar does it, I don't know if Disney is is different in the in the scale, but in Wally they would get all the lead animators and all the storyboard artists to watch a uh, kind of like a dummy reel of really rough CG before they add in all the the detail and the effects of the scene they created and then they would tweak it. I feel like when they did the wild and chicken little, I feel like they didn't run that by as many people. I feel like they went by the and again, I don't I'm not one to say like whether that's right or wrong. I'm saying more that's how it felt to me. As someone who has watched a lot of behind the scenes, um it felt like they just didn't communicate well. Like yeah. the animation and then the story wasn't told the same way. In Home on the Range, it's completely fluid. And that's that's why it, I like it so much. It's completely fluid. There's not there's not these weird branching things that are going on that overcrowd the story. Yeah, they're following three cows Move. who are on a, a mission to save their land or their farm. Unlike the wild, it's like, okay, they're gonna have one scene where the lion and the squirrel is talking, and then we're gonna go jump to the koala and the rando beast in the volcano. And then we're gonna go jump to the, the young lion who's walking through the forest, getting beat up by buzzards. And then we'll jump to the dad who comes save. It's just it's everywhere. Maybe it's because the 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 hand drawn the, the the way that hand drawing is done, they aren't just able to just spread it out like that. Like it it they're given so much that they have to accomplish. Yeah. So they can't just like add wherever. Because I feel like with hand drawn. So I know this is kind of devolved into a <laughs> 2D, hand-drawn 2D, 2D versus 3D. But it's important because this movie came before the two 3D movies and is significantly better. Yeah, and it has better cast. Um, but I feel like these are already flushed out, ready to go. Like they, they just need to animate them. While as with the 3D, they kind of have the ability to kind of do whatever. Yeah. You know? A, a, a computer can do things that it's easier to have a uh, Photoshop autocorrect lines and everything um, in three dimension. And I say Photoshop, but just in any kind of graphics, like designing program, you could have a computer go over and smooth things out or uh, autocorrect any mistakes. While as in hand drawn, if you destroy that cell in some way or, you know, uh, ruin the animation you've got to start right from where you stopped and you've got to redo it all over again yeah. and so there was a little more love and care into it i don't know point is is that i felt 
I felt like Home on the Range really knew exactly what it wanted and did a really good job at making it fun, making it seem like, you know, a true Disney movie. Because, like, Princess and the Frog is to the same caliber. It's it's. I think it's perfect. I don't think there's a lot of things that I would change about it. I mean, I wish it was longer. Yeah. But that's how a lot of Disney movies are that were hand-drawn. I wish Mulan was longer. I wish... Um, oh, I can't. I, can't. I love Mulan, but I just don't know about the live action. Fucking shoot me with these Disney live action movies. I So, okay, so we'll get on to that for a second. You, you technically could... With the way that Disney does things, you could make a live-action Home on the Range. It would not translate well. Nope. But I feel like Disney's constant, like, val- like seeking for validation of their, their live-action movies. I know they're trying to reboot stuff for the new age, but... Uh... See, what, what I think... Okay, so this, this is kind of a weird moment, because I don't want to come off as like us as sexist or anything but it, it is a reality a lot of girls i grew up with who watch mulan look up to animated mulan and you know i as a guy can be like no i did too i i used to play you know i wanted to dress like her like in her warrior outfit but i also was like she didn't say a whole lot so in the new one, it's more focused on her as like a warrior, as like a dominant character. But at the same time, I'm like, what necessarily was wrong with the first version? Other than she didn't talk, she still was a badass. But they also where, don't have the dragon in the new one too. God, you can't move. See, to. I understand where they're going with the live actions. I understand why they do them. I just don't think their execution of them is good. The best one I saw that I've seen was aladdin like in terms of the best Uh, the best way they actually translated the movie uh, or the the original to a live action now the one they didn't change a lot of the one i liked the most was jungle book i like i never i never i don't like aladdin i didn't i didn't i haven't seen aladdin it's not bad but i didn't like it because it's like it's it just can't you can't beat the original it's hard to beat the original. You just can't accept that it's not Robin Williams. Because it's fucking Will Smith. You know who Will Smith is. Will uh-huh. Smith. Will Smith. That's hot. Will Smith could be anything and be like, oh, that's Will Smith. You, it's, it's, you, can't, you could put a mask over him and be like, I, that's Will Smith. I mean, you know. And then you have Lion King, for Christ's sake. Lion King, the movie, was not, the live action one, it was not colorful at all. The thing, okay, so the thing about so here, here it goes again with the live, the live action versus the, um, you know, hand drawn versus CG. So with Aladdin, and especially with the original, um, being a lot of people's problems with it was because it wasn't Robin Williams. It's like Robin Williams was such an enormous impact in everyone in most of my and your generation's childhood. He was this enormous character. He made us all laugh. He made us cry. He was there as like a dad, as a weird uncle, as as a storyteller. He was this huge impact. So it's hard to replace something. It's kind of like it's not nostalgia, but it's like 
it's kind of like when a kid like when a kid's parents gets divorced and either mom or dad start dating uh somebody they're like you're not my mom it's like they're not doing it because they don't like they don't like them i mean that could be a reason but it's because they have memories with the first it was their first they're trying to remember that so with lion king a perfect example because have you seen lion king no the remake i don't want to see it okay so the remake the thing that it's was not a, colorful it's not colorful but here was the biggest gripe for me not only that it wasn't it was done kind of poorly and the 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 way they did the music was done poorly but it w- was because they got james earl jones mufasa um he's in some video games and most importantly he's darth vader yeah uh-huh. now james earl jones his voice has he's he's a big man so he's got a big deep voice it hasn't really changed over the years yeah. but when they re-recorded his original lines word for word it just didn't it didn't have that punch that it used to like when you watch rogue one for example and you hear him talk to director krennic you're like, yeah, that's Vader. That's the one that I heard in uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi. It, you you instantly, you're like, yes, this is the Vader I know and love. And then you watch, so then you go and watch Lion King and you're like, yes, that's Mufasa. That's the one that I, I hate seeing die. And then you watch the live action. It just it didn't translate well for some reason yeah. like it like the the way that they went over it and thinking it was an improvement and that's why in home on the range if they were to ever consider trying to make a live action it wouldn't convert over well because everyone would go well yeah you could get Jui dench you could get uh roseanne barr and then uh jennifer tilly yeah jennifer tilly you could get them to voice their their roles again but if you saw their their voice in a real cow that'd be it it wouldn't be the same way and plus they've aged so their voices are different but it's just it wouldn't translate the same way i guess yeah and that's why i prefer the class that's why i prefer all of the the originals that's why i feel like the hand drawns just are that much better that that disney really needs to go back to that not yeah. because I'm just a nostalgic person, but I just I feel like the quality isn't there with either the CG ones. Like Bolt is good, um, Hero Great Big Hero Six is amazing, but if you were to make live action versions or a hand drawn version of those, they wouldn't con- they just wouldn't convert the same way. Yeah, like I've seen uh, at one point I think they did like an anime version of Big Hero Six. Oh yeah, yeah, they still have, but it apparently did kind of okay but people didn't like it because it didn't translate the same way yeah it's so weird if the cartoons were completely different same cast and everything but it just didn't work i don't know i just i feel like the hand-drawn stuff just is that much better i swear to god if they make a hand if they make a live action version of princess and the frog i'm gonna shit myself yeah true because it would be weird or anything really I, I'm just, I'm just tired. Did you, do you remember when they, then they said they were gonna make a Hocus Pocus two? Yeah, I don't know where it went. Uh, they realized that that was a horrible idea. Yeah, that's what we should do for Halloween this year. Squatchers, tell us what you want us to do for Halloween. Oh, Last yeah. year we did scary, spooky movies. Also, also we we only did two Halloween movies. No, we were only able to fit in because uh, 
Scheduling problems. Scheduling problems and work. Now we can do two episodes a day. Pretty much. Um, which is awesome. So we can do like four in a week. Uh, which uh, we're definitely going to have more uh, spooky uh, movies like Friday the 13th. Uh, hopefully we'll do that. Oh, we're going to do the old school ones. Um, so, Squatchers. I'm glad you've been listening this long. Please stick with us. Yeah, this these are... You know, without without getting into too much, these are really, really difficult times yes. for everybody, yes. especially for us. But we hope that this background noise is, you know, if you're listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple, Apple, whatever, Google, whatever you're listening cast. to helps pass the time by if you're playing video games, if you're just listening to us in the car. Yeah, it, I hope I hope it's a way to escape. We, you know, we watch the movies and talk about them so you have something to listen to because you know nobody likes we to be might alone not make thing. sense but we're good you subscribe it. for that that's 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 the beauty of it but to wrap my entire tangent around itself and finish what i what i was starting i really really think that atlantis lilo and stitch mulan um Home on the Range, and uh, there's one more. There's one more uh, hand-drawn. Tarzan, I guess. Those were the, like, the more recent of that 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 era were the, like, the golden spot for Disney just putting out amazing content. And then the, there was Dinosaur, Chicken Little, and the Wild, the wild and they just were such lows in terms of just disney quality and again chicken little isn't bad it's just not good let's put this out there if chicken will was a 2d animation oh it would have slapped it would have slapped hard if um home on uh if the wild was 2d i think it would have been different no you know no i think the wild was destined to be terrible yeah because it came out trying to compete with madagascar all right but even madagascar okay last thing last thing i promise madagascar was animated to look cartoony yeah it was made to look goofy and silly like their the the geometry of them the wild looks too real disney made too many times where they're trying to go for a realistic or a um what would you say a stylized version of itself chicken little yeah they all li- it, the, the the animation itself wasn't bad the story wasn't bad it just was kind of corny yeah it was corny but like it it went for a stylized real chicken uh-huh. real duck real like pig like it just it Fish. went for that <laughs> and you know it worked fine but then in the wild it went for a realistic looking koala zoo zoo yeah it just it didn't it it was kind of like did you ever see nut job yes it was like that it's like job too oh i'm sorry please tell me you didn't pay money for that no i didn't good brendan fraser i love brendan fraser hey he's he's good he has he has not aged well folks (laughs) no we should watch the mummy hey mummy's actually pretty good no my favorite picture of brendan fraser is him in the cowboy helmet the cowboy hat 
It's terrible. It, <laughs> it, there's no reason for it. But I really think that Disney needs to embrace its its older roots. not to eh, these their roots. It's its root. I was gonna say the oldest Disney. movie they had with a first two D colorful animation was Snow White. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the second one was? Bambi. Yeah, that's fine. And that one. I know a shit ton about Bambi. Um, but I really think if Disney wants to keep making absolute bangers, and I mean it, for our kids' kids, they need to go to hand-drawn. They can't just keep relying on Frozen Pixar. and Pixar. Because Pixar, I love, there's a, there's a joke that American Dad does where they're like the new Pixar movie clothes. It's about clothes. It's like Pixar's starting to run out of ideas because you can only do so much stuff to death before either the knockoff, uh, the store brand uh, Pixar DreamWorks um, or Blue Sky. Well, DreamWorks does try to banks on the minions. No, no, that's Illumination. They're oh, different. Yeah. So there's four animation studios that are the big, the big four. There's Pixar who are the reigning kings and nobody can touch them. Then there's um, uh, DreamWorks, oh, Illumination, Shrek. uh, Shrek's their golden goose. Yeah. And hey, we'll do Shrek. We will absolutely do Shrek. That is a fantastic movie. Shut up, Donkey. <laughs> no. Oh my god, that movie is full. <laughs> that movie is so dirty. Yeah, like know. watching it I as know. an adult, that movie is horrifically dirty. But anyway, I really think Disney should embrace their roots. Yeah, their, they, they should 2D. throw something out that's 2D. They should go back to cartoons. I loved cartoons, and they should get off of uh, the whole live action thing and put something out that all kids will love, all adults will love. Go back to 2D. Go back to cartoons. See, Mickey's Nick gotten all his uh, Disney specials, and then uh, um, Goofy's got his Goofy movies. Where's Donald? Yeah. There's no Donald movies. I need we Donald. need a Donald Duck movie. True. He's the third in the trio. We need Donald Duck. Do need Donald Duck. Anyway, Squatchers, I've been Jester, your wonderful host. And I've been Big Chungus, your second wonderful host. I hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, wonderful morning, wonderful lunch. Whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing, have a wonderful day. Squatchers out. Squatch out. <laughs>